Hey everybody, do you guys enjoy what I do here on the podcast and do you enjoy listening and watching to what I do on YouTube as well? Maybe you're trying to think of a way to help support these projects and and the content that I release. Well, I'm going to give you one idea to think about and that is Patreon. I'm not sure if you realize it, but Midgard Musings is available to become a patron uh, to on Patreon. So go to patreon.com slash Midgard Musings and you can help support what I do here on the podcast and across my other social media platforms for just as little as a dollar a month if you so choose, right? So if everybody who's listening and watching what I do pledge just $1 a month, that would help tremendously. There are other tier levels of support that you can choose on Patreon. So head over to patreon.com slash Midgard Musings and see what fits you over there. As always, thank you so much for your support. Let's get back to the podcast. All right. Well, welcome back, everybody, to another Random Heathen Ramblings podcast, episode six on uh, Midgard Musings. My name's Jesse, and I am your host, your guide, your uh, cohort, <laughs> as it were, uh, along this crazy path we called life. So, uh, hail and welcome back. Thanks for all your support, listening, and uh, following what I do here on uh, various platforms, wherever you're listening from. Uh, I think my big, biggest listen, listenership, if I can get it out, my biggest listenership is coming through on uh, Spotify right now. But if you are listening to me on your Apple Podcast or Google Podcasts or if you have the Anchor.fm uh, app installed on your device and you're listening to me from there, uh, wherever you're catching my voice from across the planet, Thank you so much. Um, be sure to check out, you know, the description area of this podcast, wherever you're listening from, for ways that you can support Midgard Musings, depending on the platform that you're streaming or listening to me on. There's going to be some information um, up in the description area of this uh, podcast. So there's usually a link tree link that's posted up there. Um, there's going to be tons of ways that you can support what I do by subscribing and following and uh, all that kind of stuff to my social media. It's going to be Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube are the big three. So be sure that you are following, liking, and subscribing to Midgard Musings on all those platforms. Also, be sure to check out my merchandise on Teespring. There's going to be more information about that coming up um, later on in the podcast. So check all that out and any other ways that you want to help monetarily support. You know, you can donate to the channel through. Um, PayPal, you can donate through, um, you know, a lot of different monetarial ways. I've got a Patreon that's set up. You'll be hearing about that soon as well. Um, for as little as a dollar a month. It's set to be convenient for you, to be, you know, not as big of a dent in your pocketbook or your wallet. You know how crazy things are nowadays, but if you like what I do and you want to help see more of this type of stuff come out um, on these platforms definitely consider donating to the channel of course anchor.fm slash midgard musings where i primarily record my content from you can 
um, provide listener support at varying levels. So check all that stuff out. Um, got quite an interesting podcast lined up today because there are so many things going on to just randomly ramble about this random heathen ramblings, right? We can go on about so many different things, but today specifically is December 21st. And for so many of us that, uh, you know, do this whole pagan thing, uh, so many folks now are, you know, observing the celebration of the winter solstice. Now, I will just go on and say right off the bat that um, I myself, <clears throat> uh, you know, with as, as, as much, you know, love and light that, uh, you know, is displayed around this specific uh, solstice celebration, I do not necessarily um, adhere to or hold any sort of solstice celebrations personally uh, in my own hearth cult. Um, I'm a bit more lunar based. And so, therefore, the celebrations of things are going to, for me, revolve around the lunar cycles. Now, that being said, I have nothing bad or ill to say about any pagan that wants to celebrate um, things around this time of year or at this time of year. Because it is an amazing time of year to, you know, look towards the bringing of life, the return of life, as it were, right? Uh, The return of light, which is life. Uh, to the land and to Midgard. So, you know, whatever you do and however you celebrate it, you've got a lot of great things lined up for you spiritually, religiously, magically, um, however you want to label it. You've got a lot of great things happening right now. As a matter of fact, one of the really, uh, really interesting things that are, uh, or that is, I should say, going on currently tonight is the quote great conjunction of the planets Jupiter and Saturn. So, you know, this is a phenomenon. The thing that I'm talking about right now, you can just, you know, if you basically go online right now in 2020 um, on December 21st and just Google Jupiter and Saturn, you're probably going to get a return of a half dozen or dozen or two dozen, whatever, more articles about this whole thing. But basically, this is a phenomenon that specifically happens once every only about 800 years. And what's happening is the two planets, Jupiter and Saturn, are aligning in our view, at least in the northern hemisphere, to the point that it appears as one giant you know, uh, star or one great bright spot in the sky for, from our visibility. So you've got a lot of you know, stargazers... Um, astrology workers, people who love to take, you know, astrological pictures, things of those, you know, things along those lines. Um, great opportunities out there for that. But um, it's uh, this phenomenon, like I said, is is I, I believe a, a once in a 800 year, so almost once in a millennia, um, sort of thing, uh, or or roughly. So I hope you guys that are listening right now have been able to uh, to, to capture that whatever way that that works for you and, and, and be able to enjoy it um i i am not the biggest <laughs> astrologer um I don't, I don't i don't come from any sort of astrological uh, authority or anything like that so you know when it comes to you know a lot of people will, will, may, may try to tie some comparisons with uh 
you know, Greek and Roman mythology, of course, Jupiter and Saturn being Roman uh, names, but um, and in trying to compare them or, or, or having some comparison, drawing some comparison with those things to the Norse or Germanic uh, deities or, or figures. I don't really know too much to to offer that much. You know, I've heard some speculations. I've heard some ideas. I've heard some various things that suggest that, you know, uh, maybe Jupiter is, is likely uh, or, or something compared uh, Jupiter to Thor. You know, others may have said, you know, there's comparisons with Saturn and Freyr and you know, I don't know. I don't really get into the the whole uh, cosmology of things with the planets. It's uh, it's not something that has fit for me in my paganism and in, in the way that I heathen. But if it fits for you and if you know more about it and if you've got some insight and you've got some neat articles or whatever, please, you know, feel free to um, – well, this is a podcast, so I can't say, you know, comment down below. <laughs> um, but definitely feel free to, you know uh, – if you listen to this podcast and you've got some things you want to share, shoot it over in an email, and I will share it on my social media um, and get some people, you know, discussing it and uh, talking about it because it's a it's a pretty interesting phenomenon. I think we're all feeling it in different ways. You know, I can't say for sure if the 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 wackiness or the craziness of life is due to all these planetary and, and cosmetology types things uh but it's uh it's definitely something there's something in the air as they say so maybe that's the thing you know maybe we're all just uh you know like a ping pong ball or not say ping what was that pinball like we're in one of those pinball machines where we're just bing, 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 you know just getting you know slapped around uh by various things and, and just gathering points or whatever so I don't know. It's a, uh, it's 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 a crazy time, um, crazy life, crazy time, and um, I hope you're all you know enjoying it, staying safe. With uh, the conjunction, the conjunction junction. What's that function? Remember that conjunction junction. What's your function? Dating myself now, um, and and then people even older than me. But uh, yeah, we got the planets conjunctioning. That's even the thing. Can you? So they're doing it. <clears throat> they're doing it up there, um, and it's happening, and we're here to see it. So enjoy it, and um, share your experiences. Share them abroad. You know, bring people in, talk about it, get that word spread. Uh, spread. Uh, speaking of talking about things and. and sharing things and and whatnot you know i don't i don't like to i don't like to get too negative with this podcast it is a random heathen ramblings and i don't like to bring into my uh my uh you know content or whatever any sort of negativity to the extent that it affects or, or or hurts the you know the audience in a negative way but um man you know Sometimes you just you're scrolling through social media. Sometimes you see things. Sometimes you notice things, and sometimes you just want to, you know. And unfortunately, it's it, it's you know it's 
with the people and from the people that you follow. Okay. Um, and I got when I got one of those, and I, I'm not, I'm not the type to to name drop, you know. So that's that that's not what this is about. I'm not about to just like, oh yeah, guys, did you see this post from so so and so, or whatever. That's not what this is about. Um, what it is about, man, is is like this thing that when people share articles online and they don't like preface it with anything that gives any sort of content or background to it you know sometimes you just if you if you're not careful and if you don't think about what you're doing before you do it you look like an absolute moron you know and uh it, it, and if that's your thing right if that's your angle if your whole thing is to be like look at look at this look at this stuff that i'm posting right now that makes me look like an absolute ding dong you know that doesn't do any research that doesn't give any sort of background or context and on top of that let me also put in a uh a little blurb about how i hate things or how you know that the so anyway let me get let me just give you this background right so I, I i saw this article that first of all um the the website that it comes from right so i've never heard of this website before i usually don't click on things that i've never you know uh I'm very careful with the things that I click on, right? Because I'm like, well, this could be, you know, malicious. There could be. The... So anyway, I, I saw this 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 article, and it comes from a website, or or the link anyway is Coach. Is it Coach Dave Live? Coach Dave Live dot video. And the headline of the article says, "Pagans try to prevent prayer." Pagans try to, to prevent Christians from praying, you know, and then the article cuts off and you got to click on, on, on the thing to actually see. But it says pagans, the description I should say is it says pagans try to prevent Christians from praying at Serpent Mounds in Ohio. Coach Dave Live dot com. Now, let me just let me just warn you and anybody that's listening to this and, and it's going oh well, let me go ahead and check this out what is this thing about pagans trying to prevent prayer it's clickbait it is 100 clickbait and i hate the fact that and i'm going to say it all right i hate the fact that people post these things and don't give any sort of context behind it because that right there that title puts myself and any other pagan that is uh you know, out there, people that are looking at it, they're like, "Oh yeah, yeah, look at what these people are doing. They're 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 horrible. They're 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 trying to prevent, you know, peaceful folks from 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 praying or whatever. This is this place or whatever. It's totally misleading. It's clickbait, and that's, I guess, you know, when you get right down to it, when you and you you know get down to brass tacks, the the intent of what this article was was meant to do accomplished that goal. Because I saw that and I go, dude, what? I got to see this, right? And I clicked on it and I saw it. And it's about an eight and a half minute long video. Um, but here's the thing that really got me, right? Because here's here's a person who I am, you know, whatever you call it, social media friends, follow, whatever. Um, don't know this person from Adam or Eve. And it, as they say, you know, the, the, the term don't know him, don't know, don't know him from Adam. I don't really know this person, but this person goes ahead 
and post this link. And this is the title that they put on their social media posts, right? And this is what really struck a nerve and what actually caused me to want to click on this because otherwise I probably would have overlooked it, okay? This person's post reads, IMHO, right? In my honest opinion. So when I say I, when I see IMHO, I'm thinking this, this is what this person or what these, you know, individuals, what, whatever, this is what you legitimately think if you're going to take the time to put IMHO or IMO, whatever. IMHO, in my honest opinion, he says Christianity should be illegal. Person says, IMHO, Christianity should be illegal. Nothing but, and then there's an expletive, nothing but bleep, worthless people preaching nothing but hate, filled with fake care in hopes of getting brownie points. There is no such thing as a, quote, kind Christian. And then they post this link of pagans try to prevent prayer. Now, this is a pagan pod- podcast, right? This is a heathen podcast, random heathen ramblings. And I'm going to ramble a bit about this ridiculousness that I saw on my social media today. And I'm going to give you some insight as to exactly what this joker is, is, is putting out here. And uh, everybody's free to say what they want to say and they can you know, feel what they want to feel. Um, but this link, right, redirects to this website. It's called coach dave live.video and it is obviously 100 you know uh a a christian uh you know focused sort of thing but the pagans who trying who are trying to prevent prayer at the serpent mounds um it's you know sacred site in ohio okay it's 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 a, it's Maybe a state park, but it's sacred. What the, what this is, right? This is people who are standing in a parking lot praying, okay? And they are Christians. You can tell they they are they are quoting scripture. They are they are speaking to, you know, uh, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. They are they are speaking to an Abrahamic God, and they are doing these prayers. And then and then they start a ceremony of trying to bless rocks in the name of god or whatever right and what happens a a couple of minutes in is that representatives okay executive directors of this site approach them and tell them that they are not welcome there to do this ceremony and guess who those individuals are these representatives this one individual who's seen in the video as an executive director of this place they are the Native American folks, the indigenous folks, the, 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 the people whose ancestors are indigenously American. Native American folks are telling these uh, people who are standing there praying on their, on their property that they are not welcome there and to stop doing it. The title is misleading. Pagans try to prevent prayer. What, the, what, what was happening, right, is that there was a ceremony being performed a religious or spiritual ceremony by Christians on a site 
that these Native American people held sacred. There was a infraction being like they they felt like their 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 sacred ground was being. Uh, what's the right word I'm looking for? It's that they they felt that they that their sacred ground was being violated by this behavior. Now, nobody that I know was there. Okay, I went in there. You know, th- this person who posted this thing on social media and said what they said wasn't there. Um, and when you watch the video, it's like eight and a half minutes long. When you watch the video, there is some strong language being used, and there's some, you know, behavior on both sides. Okay, I'm going to say this on both sides that are questionable at the least. Um, but I understand where the indigenous people who came up there, the representatives, the executive director of, 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 of the Native American organization that um, you know represents this land, these, th- this is sacred ground to them. This is where their ancestors were buried. This is where you know their people remains lie. And now you've got these non-indigenous people coming in here and trying to perform a religious ceremony that's going to call all kinds of you know, energy and things like that uh, to this site that, you know, they felt they were out of line in doing. And they were telling the people, you have no business here, you have no right here, go away, do it somewhere else. And the, the Christian folks in this video defied the wishes of the indigenous people and they pushed, sometimes physically pushed, to be on the property, to be on the sacred grounds, to do what they did, to do what they were doing against the wishes of the indigenous folk. Now, I don't agree with that at all. I think that that's a real, that's a real, you know, you want to call that a a, a dick move, and I'm going to say that because it's not necessarily profanity, but that was a dick move. Okay, you can do what you want to do as your, you know, with your Christian faith. Um, calls for you can do it in your church you can do it in your sacred space you can do that there stay away from the indigenous folks stay away from the property the grounds the sacred the hallowed grounds that contains the remains of these people's ancestors you know now the thing that really got me though about this whole thing was when the guy who uh posted this on their social media is like you know there is no such thing as a, quote, kind Christian. Nothing but expletive, worthless people preaching nothing but hate. Um, I got news for you. I got news for you. You're absolutely 100% wrong in what you're thinking. I don't care what hate tells you. like, And that's hate-driven, right? You're saying that they preach nothing but hate, and yet here you come hate-driven. You know, no such thing as a quote kind Christian, dude. Get out of here, man. You don't even my pan my my parents, my family, the people who I grew up, okay, live and adhere to Christian values. All right, and some of the kindest, most generous, giving gestures that I've ever experienced in my life on this planet in the thirty-six plus years of my life. On this planet have come from those people and and from from my family and i'm not just saying it because of my family because guess what if my pam if my if my family were pieces of trash and garbage or whatever then i would 
be saying that just as vehemently. You know, what I'm saying, though, is that you're out here saying that nobody out here that that, that has a Christian value or Christian mindset that that, that, that there that there's no such thing as a kind Christian. Sorry, you're wrong. You're absolutely 100 percent wrong because I will put you in the company of my kin and you will see kindness and you will see generosity. And it doesn't matter what God they pray to or what religious, you know, uh, practice that they follow or anything like that. You're off your rocker and you're putting things out here on your social media that is trying to, you know, point people against each other and whatever. Instead of going out here and educating and instead of trying to, you know, understand, you know, and I was this close, guys. I was this close to just getting on a rant and kind of commenting but i thought you know you know what it ain't worth it it ain't worth it but you know what is worth it what's worth it to me i don't need you i don't want you um on my social media anymore because obviously the things that i share and and, and the things that i put out there you're not seeing you're missing the point and uh, i don't want to see your crap so you know uh, it helps me weed out the things that uh no longer need to be a part of my life and then that's you know where i'm coming from with this is that you know you think that there's no such thing as kind christians well i think that you've lost a few brain cells over this last year um and, and you need to uh you need to really reevaluate your life and your choices and things because guess what was the video pointed to trigger a certain reaction yeah absolutely it was the title is misleading it says pagans try to prevent prayer these were indigenous native american folks nothing you know you're trying to 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 put a name to something that absolutely doesn't fit you know they were legitimately upset and and mad for good reasons you know you didn't have to go and do that you didn't have to go over there and start you know your 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 Christian prayers or whatever on sacred Native American burial grounds. You didn't have to do that. Now were they were those Christians were those people were they hurting anybody were they doing anything that was necessarily you know causing any sort of disruption? No, they were doing so peacefully. So the argument could be made by anybody on the Christian side of things. Well, guess what? You know these people didn't have to to uh, to interrupt or whatever. And to that I say, fair enough except the fact that they were still not in the place that they were supposed to be for doing that sort of thing. You know? Say your prayers. Perform your ceremonies. Do your thing. And do so in your own sacred space. You, and I'm, and I'm going out on a limb here because, again, I wasn't there. Nobody that I know was. But it almost felt like, you know, what there was there was a there was a, an attempt to try and incite some sort of reaction with this, because cameras were rolling. You know, who the heck is gonna start? Who's gonna who 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 is <laughs> who is gonna be like recording things like this without any sort of uh, um, you know hope or or or, or preconceived I, like. I really think, ultimately, and the more I talk about this, the more I think about this, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to bet that I'm right. You know, I think they knew what they were doing, right? I think everybody was, I think everybody was in on it, to be honest with you. But if in the fact that it wasn't, if it was truly just 
let's record this let's let's document this and then you know people showed up that were you know intending to uh i don't know try to redirect or stop it whatever i it was probably fake <laughs> it was probably fake and people fell for it i could say i fell for it right because i saw this and it, and it you know sparked a reaction obviously i'm now talking about it for the last you know whatever 30 minutes but um i don't know i don't know you know like there's 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 ignorance and then there's just pure stupidity like i don't fault anybody for not knowing something you know what i mean you can learn things you can learn stuff but when you know better when you when you claim to have you know picked up on things and you have some sort of education you have some sort of uh you know direction that you're following you and you know you grasp at this sort of stuff and then post it out there and then say those kind of things that there's no such thing as a kind christian you're 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 way way off the mark you have no idea what in the world you're talking about so anywho in any way that is today's uh random heathen ramblings but guess what the podcast is not over because as i do with these episodes there's going to be the random ramblings there's going to be the random things that pop up and uh there's also going to be the hovamol discussion right random hovamol uh stanza uh readings and stuff and we're gonna pick a random stanza from the hovamol and we're gonna talk about it and we're gonna you know have some discussion around that get some get some education under our belts get some discussion around some uh heathen related things you know i'm sorry for going off no you know what i'm not really sorry for going off on the rant i'm glad i went off on there because i think that's a great rant to go off on right you over here putting stuff out that anybody else could look at this right because guess what i've spent 30 minutes talking about this i actually watched the video i read the articles i took the time to research and guess what your article your thing that you posted over here on your social media is 100 percent misleading it's clickbait right pagans try to prevent prayer get out of town get out of town get out of town and i don't know just stay away <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm almost speechless at the point of this. So um, that's going to wrap it up for this segment of the first half of this podcast. Go ahead, take a break, pour a drink, stretch your legs, pull over, gas up. I don't know, whatever it is that you're doing, wherever it is that you're listening from, let me know. Let me know where you're at. Send me a voice message, okay? I'll be back here in a few minutes after we hear some words from my sponsors, which is mostly me. Continue on with the podcast. Thanks so much. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech.
unique, one-of-a-kind, silver, pagan, heathen, and occult designs only at Maccabay. There are various Mjolnirs listed on two different Etsy shops. I'll be providing those links for you here in just a moment. And they also do custom work. And like I said, they have various pagan, occult, and other heathen-inspired religious jewelry designs. Um, and specific custom work uh, requests are welcome. You can follow Maccabay on Instagram, which is at Maccabay Designs. That's M-A-K-A-B-E-T Designs, or on Facebook at Maccabay. Now, to find them on Etsy, you'll go to etsy.com slash shop slash Maccabay Designs. That's M-A-K-A-B-E-T Designs. Uh, for all the socially acceptable designs. And then for more of the fun occult and adult type designs, you can go to etsy.com slash shop slash macabre hammer. That's M-A-C-A-B-R-E hammer. Check them out today and let us know what you think. Hey everybody, did you know that Midgard Musings has apparel for both men and women and even children? Children and infants. Not going to lie, it's pretty cool. Uh, Midgard Musings apparel is available on Teespring. Teespring offers awesome quality uh, merchandise. I own one myself. I actually bought my own merchandise. you got t-shirts, you've got hoodies, um, you know, bathing suits, uh, and all other kinds of things too, not just apparel. Um, cell phone cases tote bags masks right because of this whole pandemic thing so if you go and search for midgard musings teespring in your web browser you will find a link to the midgard Musings store pay attention now because the url is a bit wacky it is midgard-musings-store.myteespring.co all right, but it's easier if you were to just go to Google and search for Midgard Musings Teespring Apparel. Um, take a look and see what you got. Like I said, we've got sweatshirts, t-shirts, tank tops, hoodies, phone cases, tote bags, onesies for infants, coffee mugs, um, all kinds of neat stuff. So head on over to Teespring. Find your Midgard Musings Apparel over there. It does help support the channel monetarily so take a look and see if there's anything over there that you like we've got all kinds of sizes and colors for men women children and even infants so the holidays are coming up and these make great gifts for your loved ones so go ahead and check out big guard musings apparel on teespring and let us know what you think thanks and welcome back thank you so much for sticking around and enduring that pretty heated random ramblings of mine earlier man. Like, you know these uh these podcasts are quite a different animal <laughs> um when it comes to uh anything that i do on my social media you know like my youtube videos are very focused on Germanic and Norse Edenry. The, the these podcasts are just a sort of outlet to 
you know, get a lot of my own things out. Um, I'm actually entertaining the idea of introducing guests on this platform. I think that would be fun because, you know, who doesn't like guests on podcasts? If you don't, why don't you? What is wrong with you? Not that there's anything wrong with liking what you like or not liking what you like, but hey, if I can get some guests on here, um, that could be fun, right? So these random heathen ramblings, you know, I do the, my, my thing on the first half. You hear some words from, I say my sponsors, but I literally sponsor myself out here right now because I can't get anybody to want to sponsor me. Shout out to Anchor for that. Um, maybe that'll change. But anyway, um, <laughs> you guys know how to support me through the link tree links that you see in the description area of the podcast. Uh, check it all out if you want to support the channel, support the podcast, support my Twitter, Facebook. There's an Instagram thing, and I don't, I've mentioned it before. I don't really do a whole hell of a lot with it. But when or if that ever changes, you can find me over there too. Um, I got one other thing that I wanted to talk about, bef- uh, or actually, we'll do it after the, the, the random of them all stanza. Uh, so these are randomly selected Havamal stanzas that I picked to kind of talk about on the podcast. Um, and then after we do this, we're going to have just one other kind of cool thing to uh, to point out or to, or to bring up. So uh, today's random stanza from the Havamal is going to be stanza 35. And as I usually like to do, I'm going to be reading from a number of different translations um, one of which is going to include Jackson Crawford's uh, The Wanderers of them all. Um, but most of what I start off with is going to begin uh, at the Hollander translation, Bray, Bellows, uh, Auden and Taylor, uh, things like that, and then just kind of get into a discussion about, you know, the meaning of it. So uh, let's start with the Hollander translation. If you've got a uh, version or, or a translation of the Havamal that you want to read along with, feel free as well. Bear in mind that some translations of the Havamal, as I usually like to mention, do differ when it comes to this, the numbering of the stanzas. But um, this stanza in uh, the Hollander translation and a number of the other translations are going to say something similar to this. Um, in the Hollander translation, Yet the gone be times a guest should not. Stay too long in one's stead. Life grows loath if too long one sits on bench, though in he was bidden. Now, a lot of you may be listening to that or whatever and go, what in the world? Um, the Benjamin Thorpe version. A guest should depart, not always stay in the welcome becomes unwelcome if he too long continues in another's house. Uh, Bray translation is a guest must depart again on his way, nor stay in the same place ever. If he bide too long on another's bench, the loved one soon becomes loathed. And then finally, Auden and Taylor, uh, the tactful guest will take his leave early, not linger long. He starts to stink who outstays his welcome in a 
hall that is not his own. Um, I may have said finally, but lastly, but certainly not least, is the Jackson Crawford translation, uh, which says, You should keep moving. You should never be a guest forever in any one place. Your welcome will wear out if you stay too long beneath another's roof. So, I think we can all get the gist of it, um, especially after a number of those translations that um, followed after the Hollander translation. Um, but but basically, don't overstay your welcome, right? Um, there is an appropriate amount of time that one should stay with, a, you know, uh, the host, you know, or at somebody else's house. And it depends on the guest, and it also depends on the host, as well as, I think, the situation, you know. You have to be kind of wise enough or smart enough to know that uh, how long your welcome is, is 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 welcomed. You know, you don't want to overstay your welcome. Um, use some uh, foresight to know, like, okay, if I'm being invited over for dinner, I should not be planning to stay the night. Um, or if I'm coming over for games to to you know have uh, you know and enjoy a game night or something like that, that that you know. Whatever the, the rules of the house are, whatever the host's rules are, that I should not overstay um, my welcome. You know what I mean? Um, but, you know, as an aide, I think, that, that may not necessarily be mentioned in this stanza is that one thing that a guest can do is, you know, that, help, that can help extend their visit um, or extend their welcome is to be as helpful as possible, you know, as a guest. Um, offer to bring something, buy some sort of, you know, drink or snack, you know, pitch in with work that needs to be done. If it's, you know, let me take the trash out, let me wash the dishes, let me clean up the table. Um, these are ways that we as guests can respect and gift to our generous hosts. Um, it makes them want to welcome us again back as guests and potentially keep us around longer <laughs> right they enjoy the value that we bring uh to these sorts of things so you know uh i believe that this stanza uh speaks an undenying meaning is that a good host will probably need to set some sort of expectations about the length of a stay you know so quite often um, as a host, I will, uh, or my wife, of course, you know, because it's, it's her and I in, in our home, um, we'll set rules, you know, like, okay, guys, you know, come on over at a certain time. Um, if you come over two hours early, like that's going to kind of, you know, maybe set a potential, uh, mood, uh, uh, with us towards you. You know what I mean? Like, Hey, we told you to be here at seven and why are you here at five? You know what I mean? Like we're just now getting out of the shower, just finishing up cooking or whatever. Nothing's ready yet. Why did you come so early? I'm not talking like, you know, 10, 15 minutes early, whatever. That's, you know, not quite that. But and it's also, you know, hey, at 11 o'clock or whatever it is, when we're done, you're done. Like it's it's time to go. And if you uh, overstay that uh, welcome, then um, the hospitality may not be extended further past um, that specific moment, that specific time, you know, 
So it's it's up to the host to you know approach this sort of thing as in any polite but straightforward manner. Um, but I think that it's up to the guests to respect that and also ask those those necessary questions. You know, what can I do? How can I help? Let's you know, may may I please help you here? Obviously, some hosts may be a bit specific and picky when it comes to you know who does what when or how things are done. And uh, you want to be sensitive to that. But for the most part, I think that um, any place that I've gone wherein I was a guest, um, I've, I have either taken it upon myself to you know, clean up the table after the meal was, was, was done or, or do dishes or whatever. And then usually those gestures are met you know, favorably. And if it's like, hey, you know what? You're the guest here. Sit down, relax, don't worry about it. Um, then that expectation is set by the host. So it's a very straightforward stanza here, I think. You know, don't overstay. You're welcome. You know, ill news is an ill guest. You don't want to have those types that just come and take, take, take and and, and uh, don't bring any sort of value to, you know, to the to the hearth or to the home. Um, and then, and then there, there's there's an expectation that needs to be set by the host and understood, you know, by the guests. So it's up for discussion. You guys, you know, feel free. Um, always feel free, uh, by the way, to email me at Midgard Musings TN. Right. So I'm in Tennessee. Midgard Musings TN ends in TN for Tennessee. Midgard Musings TN at Gmail. Com. Feel free to give me your feedback. You know what I mean? Like I know these things get distributed out all over the world, but I never hear from anybody. So I don't know, you know, like what you guys think or what you guys are, uh, what's on your mind. If you are connected with me on social media, of course, please leave your thoughts in the comments section and uh, uh, or, or send me a message, whether it be, you know, through Twitter or through Facebook or uh, a comment on a video on my YouTube channel, but anybody and everybody is always welcome to drop me an email at midgardmusingstn uh, at gmail.com and let me know what you think and let me know what your thoughts are on this. You can also send me a voice message, anchor.fm slash midgardmusings. I say it in every episode and I want you all to know if you want to give me some you know, vocal response, drop it there, anchor.fm slash Midgard Musings would love to hear from me because guess what that clip that audio clip of you saying hey Jesse you know this podcast said this here's what my thoughts are that can become part of the next episode and I can get this sort of back and forth thing going on and I'd love to hear from you so please consider that you know even if you're shy it's okay it doesn't have to be long send me an email send me a voice message Midgard Musings or uh, anchor.fm slash Midgard Musings. Send me an email, MidgardMusingsTN at gmail.com. Um, and uh, yeah, looking forward to hearing from you. So that's the uh, Hovamall stanza for today. Uh, the last thing that I wanted to talk about briefly was this really cool article that I came across uh, just today, actually, um, the 21st of December. And... You know, I'm not the I'm not the uh, the quickest and the fastest when it comes to news articles. A lot of times, the things that I catch or the things that I see that come up 
uh, as a point for me to discuss on a podcast or whatever are um, a little bit dated. Um, but this one is just only 10 days old. <laughs> so a week and a half ago. I thought this was really cool because um, it's on LiveScience.com, and the uh, headline of the article is 18 year, 1800, sorry, 1800 year old, nearly 2000 year old, 1800 year old altar to pagan god Pan hidden in a Byzantine church. Now, this is pretty wild, man. Um, again, I can't necessarily uh, uh, 100% confirm the validity behind this, but I have no reason to think otherwise. You know, um, looking down through this article, but it, but basically what had happened is that this um, artifact was discovered by archaeologists. Uh, Israel. Um, so they discovered this this altar um, that was again carved uh, in honor to a uh, Pan, being the Greek god. Um, Pan is a, a is, is a Greek deity of uh, flocks and shepherds, evidently. Um, but one of the things that was noted on this uh, in this article was that it uh, whoever inscribed this thing. Um, as it was obviously not a professional. It kind of botched the job, as it says, uh, because they basically ran out of room, right? Like they were etching letters uh, in a certain space, and then they ran out of space. <laughs> so they had to kind of go outside of the altar's rectangular frame um, and kind of shrink the letters uh, towards the end to make them fit. So they didn't have <laughs> – they, 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 they weren't a pro, Um but uh, they found this uh, altar laying sideways on the ground while excavating a Byzantine church. Now, um, this uh, the volcanic uh, basalt altar dates to around the second or third centuries, but it was repurposed as a support brick in the fifth century church, largely built out of the limestone located in what is now the uh, the Banias nature reserves in northern Israel. So whoever built the church apparently didn't want people seeing a dedication to a pagan god, right? So the altar, it, it was turned around, probably, you know, meant to debase or, or humiliate any pagans who still practice their old, you know, polytheistic pagan ways. Um, and the dedication that is inscribed... Um, was written in Greek. Um, and it says, likely composed by a pilgrim, Athen Athenion. And so I, I, I have not the greatest at Greek words or Greek pronunciation, so you'll have to forgive me. Um, but it is, uh, it says, Athenion, son of Sosipatos, oh, sorry, Sosipatros of Antioch, is dedicating the altar to the god Pan. Uh, Heliopolitanus. Heliopolitanus. And again, I am not the greatest at Greek, um, so I am I am doing the best I can reading this. 
dedicated dedicating the altar to the god Pan Heliopolitanus. He built the altar, building his own personal money in fulfillment of a vow he made. Now, the archaeologists noted that the altar doesn't just say Pan, but Heliopolitanus Pan, which is a combination of the gods Pan and Zeus, who of course was popular uh, among the uh, people of Antioch, loaded, located, loaded. They were probably loaded too, on whatever, um, <laughs> near where what is now modern uh, the the Turkey Syrian border. So this pilgrim, um, Athenion, son of Sosipertos, was uh, likely a, a traveler of about. 200 miles or 300 plus kilometers from Antioch to reach the area and it's now just north of uh, the Golan Heights in Israel and stands a stone's throw from the popular Benias waterfall um, a spot once called Penias that was associated with the god Pan notice Pan, Panias P-A-N-E-A-S, Penias Pan has the name the place name, attested to him so this is something that we see in a lot of pagan cultures where the gods name or the, or the deity's name is attested to a place. We see this in Germanic paganism as well for Thor and Tyr and, and, and um, many different other uh, uh, deities who were worshipped in that region. The One of the things though that I did call uh, or that I wanted to call to attention was the inscription was that he, this this pilgrim, whatever, this, this altar was built using personal money in fulfillment of a vow. Now, I think that that is significant um, because one of the things that I like to call attention to with my own pagan practices is that the gesture behind the deed, right? What is – it's not just what was done, but why was it done? So obviously this guy, you know, close to 2,000 years ago, um, constructed something – in dedication to one of the gods uh, that were venerated in that region. Um, but the why, the reason why he did it was because of a vow, some sort of promise, an oath, if you will, was made that he had to keep. And so therefore to fulfill this oath, to fulfill this vow, he had to, out of his own hard-earned money, his own whatever he had to do, sell you know, livestock, do whatever it took, his own money to, 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 to do this. And guess what? He wasn't a professional. He wasn't a pro at inscribing things. And so therefore, when he ran out of space, he's just kind of like he kept going. He kept doing what he was doing. And it's preserved 2,000 years nearly, 2,000 years later. You know, So I wanted to call attention to this because I felt that it's important for modern-day pagans to know that, you know what? It doesn't have to be a beautiful, perfectly inscribed. Every line is straight. Every rune is, you know, symmetrical on your piece of wood or stone. It doesn't have to be perfect. The things that you do, the the reason why you do it, doesn't have to be perfect. In in, you know, whether it's a decade or or, or a century or a millennia, whatever it is, whatever time down the road, when those things you put your hand to, that you, you know, got your heart invested in your gesture behind it people could find that and look back at it and say you know what this 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 artifact was found to be dedicated to something the gods of whatever you know what i mean like it could be 
who knows where, where things are going to be in a thousand years from now or 1800 years from now. And so at this point in time, when Athenion of, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, let me pull it back up here. Uh, son of Sosipatos. Sosipatris. Sosipatris. Again, I'm sorry for the pronunciation, but when Athenion made this altar to fulfill a vow, right? I'm sure he wasn't thinking about, well, who's going to see this in a thousand years? Who's going to see this when I'm dead and gone? Right? He did it to do a certain thing, and you do your thing to fulfill a certain purpose. Don't worry about how fancy it looks or how, you know, uh, beautiful it is. You don't have to be a pro at it, right? The gesture behind it is what matters. And I think that that is what is important to take away uh, from this. So you guys can read about it on uh, LiveScience.com um, or you can search, you know, 1800-year-old uh, altar to pagan god Pan <laughs> hidden in a Byzantine church um, and read it for yourself. I, I think it's a fascinating story and I think it's an amazing, you know, um, uh, attestation, if you will, to purpose behind things you know it's inscribed on this altar why he did what he did you know to fulfill a vow to fulfill an oath and he did it and it may not look that great and he may not have been a pro at it but he did it and here it now lasts 1800 years later for us to read about and see and talk about on random heathen ramblings here on midgard musings so check it out, everybody. Uh, I appreciate all your listener support. Again, check out the uh, description to this uh, podcast, wherever it is that you're listening on, and uh, let me know where you are. I was checking the demographics the other day, and it looks like our friends in Australia who kind of led the forefront when I started these podcasts back up again, uh, back at episode one now on episode six you guys are you're you guys are in close competition with the, the folks over in the uk right usa is still uh leading hot and heavy but uh you, the uk are, are starting to take the lead so wherever you're listening from whoever you are <laughs> whoever you are and wherever you're listening from let me know i'd love to know where you're listening from send me a voice message at anchor.fm slash Midgard Musings. Let me know where you're streaming from, where you're listening from. And um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll keep on doing these things and we'll keep on growing. So thank you all again so much for your support. Be sure to uh, check out my YouTube channel on Midgard Musings on YouTube. Follow me on Twitter at Midgard Musings. Also like the Facebook page, Midgard Musings TN. Um, and anything else that you see up in the Linktree link that's posted, okay? So thank you all for listening today. Really appreciate it. And you guys stay safe out there, okay? Enjoy your solstice celebrations, Yule celebrations, whatever is going on for you around this time of year. So stay safe, stay well, hail, and may your hearth fires continue to burn bright. <laughs>